Welcome to Joyosity. I'm Jen Whitmer. I'm a speaker, consultant, and joy bringer, helping you create positive culture with complex people. Because listen, that's all we got. I'm thrilled you were here. So get yourself ready. Grab your multiple beverages, get your speaker, your headphones connected so we can dive in. True leadership requires more than just surface level strategies. It requires a profound connection to everything that makes us human. Each week, I have conversations with experts and leaders and you. If you're listening live, introduce yourself in the comments. Let us know where you are in the world and maybe what's in that mug on your desk. We're connecting as humans, remember? These conversations aren't just fun banter and information. Joyosity is so much more than a live show and a podcast. It's a movement, a space where we dare to explore the depths of our own hearts and minds, a liminal space where you are free to play around and beta test your own growth, sort of like a test kitchen lab for your leadership skills. It's where you discover that real joy has deep roots, a playground to find the hidden truths, the ideas waiting to be explored, and the untamed potential that lies within you. We're not just hanging out in idea land. We're talking about the best actions that develop you as a person and hone your skills as a leader. If you're an experienced leader or just starting out, Joyosity is the community for you. Join us every Monday live at 1 p.m. Eastern on LinkedIn and YouTube for a dose of inspiration and practical advice. Whether you are live in the comments or catching the podcast later, we're here to help you create a place where work is a joy, people are whole, and organizations flourish. Let's go. Good morning, good afternoon, welcome. I'm so glad you are here. Hope to see some of you in the comments today. I'm sure if you are a regular watcher, you're like, where are you, Jen? <laughs> I am actually at a conference today called the Permission Slip Conference, and I am slipping out of the Permission Slip to bring you a really lovely human that I'm so excited to introduce you to. Her name is Kirsten Schroeder and she is a previous client. We have worked together and I am so excited about her company's journey into understanding how they lead, how they use personality well and appropriately. You know, I get really up in arms when people use things in the wrong way and it can be really damaging. In fact, one of the people after I had to her team, one of her team members came up to me and was like, I was really scared about this. And he started to tell me the story of a previous experience with the Enneagram. So the Enneagram is the personality framework I use. And he told me this previous experience that honestly sounded mildly traumatic. And I was like, I am so sorry you experienced that. And he told me the story about how great it was today to see it used differently and appropriately. And he could connect the dots between how this is going to make him more productive at work, get along better with his coworkers, and just in general, enjoy being where he was. And it was such a great boost to me. And I know that wasn't just me coming in for that day. It was a place that Kirsten has built at her agency, that it that it was open and welcome enough to share these ideas. And so I just knew that I needed to bring her on to talk about what does it look like to build your leadership and understand your personality and build a culture that people want to come to. So I'm just so excited to introduce you to who here is Kirsten. Hello. Hello, wow. hello. Thank you for that introduction. Oh. Oh, it was such a special moment for me. I, uh, yeah, it was really, it was really lovely. 
So thank you so much for being here. I would I always like to start with a little bit of people's stories. So can you just share a little bit about who you are and how you got to own owning an agency? Like how, yeah. where did this leadership journey look like for you? So it, accidental, like truly, I would love to say I had this all planned out. I I surely did not. I went to school at University of Missouri with the intentions of being a journalist at that time, the next Tom Brokaw, which tells you how old I am. He was NBC <laughs> Nightly News anchor. Um, but in that discovered, I loved storytelling. I didn't love what the path to being a professional journalist looked like. And, mm. and that is when I found my way into the agency life, um, which is also when I found myself working in agriculture, something I have zero, had zero experience in. I now have mucho experience in it. Exactly. Um, <laughs> I met my husband, and that, that matters to this story, because after um, starting at an agency in St. Louis and being there for about a 12 years, um, coming in like as the 25th or 26th employee, leaving when they were 120 plus people, I met my husband, moved up to Minneapolis um, in the spring, had never experienced a winter here, but oh. uh, right. And and then <laughs> we worked together at another agency where we also experienced explosive growth. And then in 2016, Troy um, spun Clutch, um, which was kind of a, an other side of the wallet strategy at our previous agency. Uh, we purchased it and spun it out as an independent company, wholly owned by my husband and myself. And then in 2019, I came over. And, and now we are in it and we are on the coaster, but we're trying not to ride too many highs or too many lows, um, but they're real. And sometimes it's easier than others. Oh, that is amazing. I didn't know actually part of that story. And um, I think what's so interesting. And so if you're listening in the comments, I would love to know if like where you are right now is where you thought you would be 15 years ago. Like, cause I think 15 years ago, you were like, I'm, I'm going to start an agency it was probably not the thing that you thought. And but following that next thing, like, oh, we can do this. We did this here. You build on what you know, and then you do what's next is so much easier, even though it's a hard journey than right. like, oh my gosh, I have to be here at the end. And we can, sh we can shut yeah. off growth when we only think about 82 steps away because we're not doing what's next. And so I, I think your story really illustrates that type of journey because when I graduated from college, um, also Tom Brokaw was still on the nightly news. Um, I was a music ed major and I was a music teacher. And that's, I use that knowledge and degree every day, but that's not the work that I do. And right. so we all have these, these amazing journeys. So um, one of the reasons I, as I said in the intro, I would love for you to talk about is is culture and you all had this explosive growth and i mean some of the numbers are a little staggering because it was almost tripling your staff in a few months and you experienced a little bit of like oh wait we loved this special culture that we had created with a handful of people doing really great work and now this feels very different and what what happened in that scalable moment what did what type of decisions did you find yourself facing it's that is such a great question. And and it was uh, a lot of conversations, um, both mm -hmm. between my husband and myself, but also our team, our whole team, which I think is another really big, important part of this is, yeah. you know, when you're sitting on the management team, you only know so much, right? Mm -hmm. You're not in the day to day. So I think that was a, a big realization to us. But at the end of the day, we realized everything. If we just stuck true to our values, we already mm -hmm. had the roadmap. Yes. Values are not just marketing speak, right? It is truly who we are internally and it's who we are externally. And mm -hmm. so our values stay the same, but we had to start thinking about them a little differently, right? So yes. transparency, 
is one of our values. Well, it used mm -hmm. to be when there were seven or eight of us, transparency meant we all knew what everybody was doing and I could tell you what every client was doing and everything. It's not like that now because mm -hmm. nobody has time for that when you're 40 people and about to bring on six more people. It's not possible. <laughs> it's just not, oh but God. it means, right? It means being open. It means you know, mm -hmm. we have weekly uh, all team meetings. Quarterly, we share the results of the company financially, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Mm -hmm. Fortunately, knock, knock, it's been, it's been good. Um, but we also say when we don't know. Uh, yeah. I was in preparation for this conversation. I was talking with Troy this morning at breakfast and I'm like, gosh, what, what do you think I should talk about and all this? And um, he's like, I think you should talk about how we're comfortable saying we don't know. Oh. And and we are, oh, good. <laughs> right? I mean, I flashback instantly to 2020 when we made the decision before anybody knew what we were dealing with, that we were going to close our offices for two weeks. Ha <laughs> 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 ha. We optimistic. And uh -huh. we told them, we don't know. We have no idea. Mm -hmm. But as we find out, you'll find out. And we're going to go, we're going to go through this together. And you've got our commitment that there will be no secrets. And, and let's do this. Oh, there are, I mean, we could have an entire hour long conversation of just that story, like all oh, of the things that you just said. Um, and so I, I think one of the things I really want to pull out is that you chose to use your values. Like, and I loved the way you said that it's like our values didn't change, but the way we express them does. Right. And that is the clarity of when you lead a business by values look at what has happened to you. All the things that people want, profitability, more clients, you know, like I'm adding more people because we have to have more people because we have more work. All of these things come from living by the values that you have clarified. And it's not just, as you said, marketing speak, I always say, it's not a pretty poster on the wall. Yeah. It's how you make decisions and how you implement processes in, right. in that work. It's so, so good. And your examples of transparency as one of yours is fabulous. And, you know, side note, it's one of the reasons when you said, hey, I'm interested in working with you, it was one of the first things that I checked out. I knew you as a human and right. as, a, as a lovely person, but I was like, right. what is their business doing? And immediately looked at values. And that alignment is why I was like, yes, I can do this right. work with Clutch. Um, and so I just appreciate that so much. And I'm, I'm curious if you all, if you're listening, do you know your values? Maybe you are in your own business or if you're just a leader in a company, do you know what your values are to know if you align with the values of where you are? Like, this is my question for you. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna come back to that. So, Kirsten, one of the things that when you asked me to come in was this idea behind um, figuring out how we work better together. Like, we wanted you wanted to keep that you worked so well together and that easy transparency. But now there's more people; mm -hmm. it's it's harder, and so we needed some tools. And so we brought in using the Enneagram, which again is a personality framework that has nine different types. It shows us how we think, act, and feel in the world. And we discovered some really fun things about you and Troy as leaders, but also as the entire company. So what was that experience like for you initially in that moment? Not like what you've learned from yeah. there, but like in that moment, what was that like experiencing that together with your team, which was very transparent? <laughs> well, I'm probably using the word joy because I'm looking at, at the banner on, on our frame up, but it was joyful for me as not just as a leader, but as a member of the team to, mm -hmm. to see everybody like they, oh, that makes sense. That, that makes sense that you're over there. Or, oh, remember this conversation we had? I bet you part of it is because, you know, I'm programmed this way and you're programmed that way. And just seeing all those connection points, especially with some of our newer employees, like people, mm -hmm. we have people, you remember who've been there for a couple of days. Yeah. Hey, welcome. <laughs> Come on in. 
the point is, we're going to get real. Um, this this team, I'm just I'm very beyond blessed because they're willing to be vulnerable. They're willing to to do things like this, even though there were a few people in there who really didn't want to be there, really mm-hmm. did not want to be there. And by the end, they were smiling and laughing. One of them asked me, how can we do this when we have new teammates come on board? Or can we make this something we regularly revisit? Like, it's really cool to see how much people realize that this is a tool, right? Yes. It's a tool. And I think you you cautioned us with, um, it's neither um, a shield nor an arrow, I believe was the shield and sword, but arrow works just as fine as the weapon. <laughs> your uh, weapon of choice, not you doing it. <laughs> Whatever you want to fight, whatever. Um, there are kinds of people have used that as a as a flag, like ooh, and and that is what sh- that's how this was such a different experience for me, right? Like, than mm-hmm. what I have had at least one, one time in the past um, when it, it was it was weaponized, and that's that that stings. It stings for your employees. It stings for you, right? So let's use this mm-hmm. as a tool to help each other understand each other, to communicate better, to work to better, and. And yeah, I don't know. It was so, it was so positive. Oh, I'm so glad to hear that. I mean, I've heard some of that before, but it's just fun to talk to you later uh, that it is a tool and you're using it as a way to improve the way you work together. Right. Like that's a purpose. It's not meant to be something that we defend against bad behavior. It's not meant to be some kind of deep therapy session that we can use to attack each other. That's not its job. That's not my role, but to give you language to give you understanding of a tool that helps you say, oh, I now understand that better about you. So when we're talking about the way this client responded, we now see why we see it differently and we can come together and create shared meaning around that. And then we're more productive. We understand, we give better work. You're more innovative, all of those types of things. So, so good. Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. I'm just, I'm agreeing with you. That's very much how we've experienced it. Yeah. So I would love to hear now when you think about your own, I want to talk about you personally for a second and then move to your, to your organization. What changed or what did you start to see about how you led yourself as a leader? Like, what did you start to say? Oh, I need to, I see this about myself now and now I can do something a little bit different to make myself more effective. Yeah. It, there, there is some self-awareness discovery that comes with it. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so as a nine, the peacemaker, I laugh because that was kind of my title in my family as a kid, even <laughs> growing, growing up as, you know, anytime there was this anything, I was always like, Oh, come on guys. That's it. Um, but, but also in turn, which made me somewhat conflict adverse, not that anybody loves conflict, although I think there are some people right. who really love it, but I but, mean, yeah, as I say, they, they're all on, they're all on Twitter, but <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so true. Um, fun to watch. Yeah. Uh, no, Thank you. but mm-hmm. it made me understand that sometimes um, it's not always conflict, right? Sometimes it's not peace that needs to be made. Sometimes we need to have healthy tensions and, and have mm-hmm. discussions and differing points of view. And that's, that's how we get to the good stuff. If we just yes. suppress all of that, right? Then that's not good. So I don't always need to be putting on my peacemaker cape and, and jumping into the fray because maybe there's not even a fray to jump into. Or maybe the fray is a healthy fray that needs to be, fray's going to fray. I don't know. Um, <laughs> it's how we end it that matters, right? If we get to that yeah. resolution. So that was very enlightening to me. I love that. And, I, and like you said, how we get to the good stuff. I, I often say that everything really good in life is often at the other end of a hard conversation, yes. either with yourself or somebody else. You get to the best idea. You get to a deeper relationship 
when you get on the other side of that. You don't and know so, you learn the best lessons the hardest way it feels uh, like, right? It's yes. True. Yes. Yeah. I would like it to be a different way, but okay. it's not. <laughs> it's, not. It's, it's not. So what has that done for your team? How have you started to use personality work and understanding of each other's personalities to, to do better together? How do you work together? What has changed for you? You know, I don't know. I don't know if it's changed per se so much as it's, uh, I'm going to say blended in a good way, right? Oh, so okay, yeah. we have some sharp edges in how we were communicating. I feel like we kind of, we've kind of softened those a little bit, yeah. right? And just, just with that, where we really saw the connection points were people who were, I don't know how to say this, opposites, right? In a way, like mm -hmm. when you their Enneagram numbers, like it just, and the, the clarity that came with that and how they're working together. And, you know, I mean, understanding that there's some of us who I love when I'm in the car to pick up the phone and call and check in on people, right? I discovered during that workshop that we've got people who are terrified when their phone rings unexpectedly and they think something bad's about to happen when in reality, it's just like, hey, how's you? Those kinds of things. So just, I feel like everything, it's like we took like a blender to like, um, I'm thinking art. My, my oldest daughter yeah. is doing pencil art right now. And I'm, I watched her yeah. blend um, her charcoals. I'm like, yeah, it's like that. We blended it into this more seam, seamless communication. Oh, that's beautiful. I love that image of the blending of the charcoal. Like that's what makes yeah. the art, you know, right. that blending so that together. The lines were harsh and then they came together. Now they're their beauty. I have a beautiful um, Taylor Swift pencil art. Um, if anybody needs it, let me know. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Um, oh my goodness. I'm so, now I'm just thinking about that. Um, but what a great, that uh, is a great example of how learning self-awareness work and, and doing that is it creates better work. And then I imagine that people then when they see those softening edges, when you blend together, you have a sense of belonging. And when you know that you belong in a place, you, you feel safer and you, you do better work. So your exactly. clients get better work from your people yes. because they have that sense of belonging. Yes. And it's funny you say that because you know, I think if you interviewed most of our people, I, I believe um, from what I've heard, they will say what makes Clutch special is our culture, right? And our culture is obviously our people. Um, yeah. But one thing that we we do not say when we're hiring is that we're looking for culture fits. We are looking mm. for culture additions because with every person who comes on, our team changes just a little bit, right? In, in many different ways, but you're a culture addition. We don't need you to fit into this mold. So I think that's that makes things like the Enneagram even more important and making mm. sure that we're nurturing and feeding and and recognizing, oh wait, yes. our culture has has shifted a little bit, right? As long as it's still yes. aligned with our values, that's all good. Yes. But it's not the same as it was six months ago. I that is beautiful because people say all the time culture fit. And I mean, that is a common phrase in right, so many right. organizations. And a culture addition says, I'm at your spice matters in this recipe. Yes. And the way you come in that. is going to shape us. And we want that alignment to our values is the key to that. Because exactly. that is the North Star. That's what keeps you close. I'm doing a retreat in February um, with women leaders. And one of the things we're doing is really honing in on values and creating that values blueprint for you to use so that yeah. things aren't just things on the wall. And what you just said is a way of using that to like creating a culture intentionally is, okay, what are our values? 
how do right. you enhance our expression of that? So that's yeah. so beautiful. It's so beautiful. Oh my gosh. Okay. So yes. this it's we're up at time and I get shocked every time. Happen. And here's how I know it happens. Uh, so tell us a little bit more about what Clutch does and how people can stay connected with yeah. you and, and what we can learn from you besides this beautiful leadership lesson we offered today. <laughs> well, Clutch is a hybrid marketing and consulting firm. We're a B2B firm. We're focused in agriculture, food ingredients, and building materials. I, I love connecting with people. Obviously, check out our website, Clutch Performance, but I think there's a QR code there. Or connect with me on LinkedIn because I also love talking with others who are in, in the same boat. I love learning from um, others who are leading organizations, especially other women um, mm -hmm. in leadership, because I think we have so much to learn from each other. Um, oh, so yeah connect would love to chat right and kirsten is just a delightful person as you can tell um, just so warm and open and just i'm so grateful for your time and attention today and um flexibility to come on when i am in a kind of weird place today and i just am so Happy grateful to do it. for you. anything for so you jen truly. truly oh you're so kind you're so kind. Well, I am so grateful to have worked with you, have known you for a long time and then get to work with you and your organization and see how um, your intentionality and, and beauty is expressed in the culture of your organization and your intentionality of keeping that and, and bringing people in in a, that culture edition. I just, just love that. I love it so much. So thank you so much for being here. Everybody, we are here live at 1 p.m. Eastern every week. Next week, Lauren Reedy will be here talking about storytelling and telling your own story and how we talk to ourselves as well, which is a key leadership skill. And so I'm so excited Lauren is coming on next week. So until then, we will say goodbye and thank you so much. Bye, everybody. So let me put my coach hat on for just a sec. Don't just leave this here. Take a moment. What did you learn? What's your next tiny action step? Share this episode with someone and tell them. Connect with us to keep this conversation going. As always, I'm Jen Whitmer. Thank you for listening to Joyosity. I don't take for granted that your earballs have a lot of information coming at you. Please take a moment to rate and subscribe. It really helps more people join us in creating positive culture with complex people. So work is a joy, people are whole, and organizations flourish. Can't wait for you to join us next week.